Welcome to Season 1 of The Happiness Show, your valued resource on how to live successfully on the love path. Here's your love path mentor, Julia Thornborough. From Overwhelm to Zen, How to Live Life Stress-Free Hi, this is Julia Thornbrough, your host. Welcome to The Happiness Show, where I will show you how you can live an extraordinary life on the love path and leave the fear path behind. This show will give you time-saving tips on how you can do just that. Now, if you like what you hear and feel you have learned something, hit the subscribe button. That way you won't miss a single episode. Share the episode with one other person. It's the best way to help the show and help me reach more people. From overwhelmed to Zen, how to live a stress-free life. By the end of this episode, you will have what I believe is the one tool you'll need to live life stress-free. And the best part, it's free. Now, in all my podcasts and episodes, depending on the topic, I will be sharing differences between what actions and feelings can put you either on the fear path or love path. Now, the backbone to what really was the premise for starting my podcast was after I read The Road Less Traveled by Scott Peck. And what I discovered to my total shock and dismay is that it really is the love path that's less traveled. And I further was shocked to learn that I had lived the overwhelming portion of my life on the fear path. And worse yet, I didn't even know it. So what I want to do is shorten your learning curve. Because I can tell you from first-hand experience, living life on the love path, while it is more challenging than the fear path, is clearing away the best path to be on. As a general rule, negative emotions are automatically going to be putting you on the fear path. And those are emotions like anger, bitterness, jealousy. And conversely, positive emotions, emotions like joy, gratitude, kindness, those are love-based. So that means in today's episode, stress is a negative feeling. And so it's fear-based. And calm, which is a positive feeling, is love-based. Since this is our first meeting, I want you to have a heads up on what I am going to be doing in all of my episodes. In every episode, no exception, you will most likely hear me use the phrase partnering up, which means using prayer. And I will be using that phrase a lot, mainly because I feel 
it is the most helpful way to get you to the love path sooner. Having said that, however, I also want you to know that I believe God is known and called by many different names. So when I say God, which is what I call my higher power, I want you to insert whatever feels right for you. So let's get started and see how you can kick stress to the curb and be calm no matter what comes your way. So here you are. You're living life and a hiccup occurs. Or worse, a bombshell you weren't expecting. What do you do? Well, I would like to share with you an incident that happened right here in the apartment complex where I live. I was stepping out to begin one of my walks of the day, and a woman rushes up to me with a panicked tone to her voice. Can you help me? And I said, well, sure, if I can. She explained that in the home she had been renting for she and her son, it had been sold. And she thought she had everything lined up in the apartment complex where I live. She had been texting, emailing, calling the manager. Nothing was being returned. Nothing. She was willing to do the deposit. She had the money. And now she only had three weeks to find a place to live. And I said, well, let me call a friend of mine that I know has access to the owner of this complex. So I called my friend, and I had my friend talk to this woman whose name was Melissa. And Melissa explained all of her particulars. And my friend said, well, she would call the owner and see if anything could be done. Melissa showed me the apartment that she was told she could have if everything worked out. And I explained, well, right now, my friend was going to call the owner, and that's the best we could do at this point. Now, I have no idea what ultimately happened, but my gut told me that Melissa was relying on her ego. Now, I didn't say, Melissa, by the way, are you using your ego? I didn't do that. I was relying on the behavior that I was seeing. Now, in case you haven't heard... Ego stands for, it's an acronym for edging God out. And in my humble opinion, I think what Melissa was doing was putting the entire solution on her, the entire burden on her. And consequently, I think she was feeling vulnerable and alone. I mean, does anybody care what's happening to me? I mean, does anybody care? I am really desperate right now. And what happens when you are relying on your ego, it removes any sense of being able to be calm. And in that moment, calm is totally what you need. But instead, your mind is scattered. It's fractured. It's going in all different directions. So, How then does the ego strip you of any Zen possibilities? Well, in my humble opinion, 
The ego creates a fertile ground for creating anxiety and panic because all kinds of questions emerge. Let's say the house sold faster. You had it on the market and it sold faster than you thought. Now you have no place to live. And now you have to get everything packed up and ready to leave in three weeks. What do I do? Where do I go? Oh my gosh. <sighs> what am I going to, I mean, I, all kinds of panic emerges. Or let's say a vendor for a big project that you have suddenly drops out and you now have only three days to come up with a solution. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, this person is taken. I mean, I mean, this is a very popular day. What am I going to do? When that kind of internal dialogue builds, what happens is doubt and desperation get bigger and they get stronger to the point you could ultimately be paralyzed in making any kind of decision. And this means that your back is feeling like it's you against the world. And physically, you're not doing yourself any favors either. I mean, your breathing could accelerate. And maybe to the point you hyperventilate. Or your stomach muscles tighten. And I can tell you, before I began partnering up, I thought if you were an adult, that meant your stomach muscles are going to be tight all the time. I mean, all the time. That's what I thought. But now I know differently. Your hands could be sweaty. Or worse, you and the toilet could become really good buddies. You know what I mean? <laughs> has that ever happened to you? I know it has me. I know it has me. Now, on the flip side of all of this, there are experts that have really brought forth what I think are some pretty good recommendations for getting yourself into a calm and relaxed situation. One of them is eat healthy. You know those Hallmark movies when, you know, a crisis happens and they're eating that tub of ice cream? Well, that can happen. And that's okay, the emotional eating, if you will, it's just that you don't want to be doing it for days or months at a time. But healthy eating, like if you have acid reflux, stay away from the hot sauce, and so on. Now, I know there are podcasts that do potted, guided medication. I mean, <laughs> guided meditation, I should say. Not medication, meditation. I don't know if you've ever tried this, but... It's where they will ask you to visualize a setting that really brings you to a place of calm. Now, for all of us, that's going to be different. It's going to be different. Now, for some, it could be resting your feet in a babbling brook in the mountains. It could be where you are in a recliner and you are looking at all of the beautiful constellations in the sky. It could be where you are walking on the beach. It could be where you are in a place where you have a chance to see beautiful sunsets. It could be anything. And in that guided meditation, they will add further questions to visualize your sense of calm. And I have used this, and that really does work. 
exercise. Exercise is really a good tool because then that totally gets you out of the moment. You're no longer thinking of the challenge at all. You could also take a walk in a park. Now, I have tried this, and I don't know the why and the how of this, but when you are walking barefoot on grass, there is something magical that happens. I don't know if it's connecting you with God. I'm not really sure, but I have used this, and it is amazing. Another really good tool, and I've used this a lot, is to do what I call deep yoga breathing. This is where you take a deep inhale, you hold it to the count of four, and then you slowly exhale through gritted teeth to the count of eight. Do this as often as you feel you need to in order to feel calm. I have used this and this, I, well, in fact, I use that a lot and it's a really helpful tool. And then of course, you want to get enough sleep. But in my humble opinion, what beats out all of those suggestions is partnering up. Partnering up, offering up a prayer. Now I want to go back to the illustration, if you will, where Melissa was desperate to find a place to live. Now, I'm going to offer up a prayer as if I were Melissa, okay? And I'm going to say, okay, God, here's the deal. You know my circumstances. I mean, my back right now is totally against the wall. I mean, I have only three weeks. Let me say that again. I have only three weeks to come up with a place to live. So I'm asking that you guide me to the perfect location, the perfect rent, because this time I think I want to look for an apartment. I don't want to run the chance again of being in a home and then it's sold right out from underneath me because the market right now is hot. So I don't want to do that. But guide me though to the perfect apartment that's going to offer the perfect rent. And also, if you could find me an apartment that has the perfect amenities, oh man, that would be awesome. So I also want you to guide me so I don't miss a beat, that I am alert to any messaging that you send my way, whether it's organizations, people, resources that could help me solve my challenge right now. If you could do that, oh God, what can I say? I would be ever so grateful. Thank you so much. Now, I want you to know that in the prayer that I was doing, pretending I was Melissa, I was using the word perfect, not second best. God, I want you to guide me to the second best apartment, the second best location, the second best amenities. No. Why? Because God doesn't want second best for us. God only wants the highest and best. Now, when I was using perfect in that situation, it wasn't asking God to find like a million dollar apartment. It was finding what is perfect for Melissa's set 
of circumstances because God already knows what they are. God knows. And you see, God knows what is perfect for you. So if it's looking for a job, guide me to the perfect position, the perfect set of workmates. I mean, it's perfect in every way. And while I don't know what happened to Melissa, I do know she didn't get the apartment. But what I can tell you is that for the next three weeks, I offered in my morning prayers, asking God to guide Melissa to the perfect solution to her dilemma. That's all I can, that's all I could do. But I did do that for the next three weeks. Well, now what I would like to do is share with you a live example that includes the use of the ego as well as partnering up. And I want you to see the difference in the two. Last September was my birthday. So my daughter and son-in-law, along with little Georgia, who's six, and Elsie, who's four, treated me to a birthday dinner. We were having the best time. I mean, we were laughing. Oh my goodness, it was really cool. We came back to the house to open presents. And Georgia really wanted to show me how she and Elsie play mermaids under the sea like Ariel does. Elsie was already parading around in her mermaid bottom. Georgia couldn't find hers. She was wailing. She was crying. And oh my, I mean, there was a big upset. And of course, for a six-year-old, this is stress. Okay, this is stress because she really, in the worst way, wanted to show Nana how she and Elsie play mermaids under the sea. Now, my daughter and son-in-law, in high humble opinion, are the best parents on the planet. Of course, I'm biased, but they are the best. And they were searching upstairs, downstairs. They were looking in the laundry room. Now, the laundry room on top of the washer and dryer had a Mount Olympus pile of clothes. You know, you can visualize that, right? <laughs> because Dana, my daughter Dana didn't have time to put away all the clothes, or Danny didn't have time to help either. And so there they are. But they searched in the laundry room to no avail. They searched under piles of clothes on the floor. Nothing. They brought in a, mer a mermaid nightshirt. No, I don't want that. They brought in a bikini bottom that had scales. No, I don't want that. And I said, okay, now here I am, I'm Nana, okay? I'm trying to make sense out of this and, and make a workable solution. I said, well, you know, Georgia, sometimes in life, I mean, I know the mermaid bottom is choice one. That's choice A. But sometimes we have to come up with a plan B. Well, I don't want plan B. I want plan A. So I'm racking my brains. And finally, I said, okay, Georgia, let's do this. Let's join hands and let's say a prayer. God, we, we know the mermaid bottom is here in the house. We know that. We just don't know where it is. So if you could guide Georgia to the perfect location, I mean, the exact location, where she is going to find it, oh, I mean, we would be ever so grateful. 
because then the show could go on, okay? So please do that for us. Thank you. Now, Georgia, this next step is very, very important. Now, I want you to pay attention to the thoughts that are going to pop into your head, okay? Because that's going to be God telling you exactly where you are going to find your mermaid bottom. Now, Georgia looked at me as though I had three heads, okay? And that was perfectly fine with me because I do those kinds of prayers all the time. So that's why I could say with confidence that God was going to tell Georgia exactly where she was going to find her mermaid bottom. Georgia hops off her bed, goes and stands behind the door jamb. The next thing I know, she comes back to her bed, sits cross-legged as though she's ready to do a meditation like a yoga. And the next thing I know, she does a deep dive underneath the bed and pulls out what? Her mermaid bottom that had been turned inside out. So it was now black, not green. I said, God, you are the bomb. Oh my gosh, thank you so very much, Georgia. We gotta say thank you, God. And of course we did. Now, right at that moment, my daughter walked in. I said, well, we just offered up a prayer and bingo, the mermaid bottom is found. Now, I want you to know that in less than a minute, using prayer, Georgia was able to find her mermaid bottom. My daughter and son-in-law relied on what? Their ego. They they were searching everywhere. And I would say they searched, oh, I'm going to say maybe 10, 15 minutes. Nothing came up. Nothing. And so I really want you to see the difference between ego and partnering up. And that's why at this moment... If you are serious about really wanting to live your life on the love path, I want to encourage you to partner up every single day. I don't want you to make this a one-off kind of thing. No, no, no. I want you to partner up every single day without fail. And the reason why I'm asking you to do this, I want you to put your stake in the ground right now. Because you've prayed before putting your stake in the ground. I know you have. I did too. But when I put my stake in the ground, as I'm asking you to do the same, I want you to answer two questions. Number one, does God answer your prayers? And number two, How often does God answer your prayers? See, I discovered pretty quickly that God literally answered every single one of my prayers. No exception. God answered literally every one. But you see, I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to see that for yourself. Because what this exercise will be doing, in my humble opinion will be building your foundation of faith. Because the more you are able to see 
that God answers literally every single one of your prayers, this is going to give you the confidence, the confidence to trust the unknown. So if you're in a situation where a relationship, let's say, has ended, and you think, well, that's it. My life is doomed. I mean, it's it's doomed. By having trust in the unknown, you're going to know, you know what? I know something higher and better is out there waiting for me. If the job you were looking for didn't materialize, by having trust in the unknown, you're going to have the confidence to say, I know the highest and best position is out there working for me. So I am really serious about partnering up because if you really want to have a Zen experience, partnering up will do that for you. And like you saw with partnering up for the mermaid bottom, I mean, literally partner up for anything and everything. The other day, you know, I have these glasses, they have the progressive lenses and you know, that means you have to look at a certain level in the lens, okay, to be able to do whatever. Well, I was trying to thread the eye of a needle. <laughs> I was missing the mark every which way you could possibly think of. And I really needed to sew a button onto a pair of my everyday pants. And finally, I said, okay, God, you can see the comedy of my situation here. I mean, I am not hitting the mark in any way, shape, or form, and so if you could guide me so I can literally thread the knee, the eye of the needle, I would be ever so grateful. Well, let me tell you, no sooner did I partner up, I was able to thread the needle. I, I'm telling you, there are two things that I feel are game changers in your life. One is partnering up. And that's why I am kicking off my first episode with this, because it truly will be a game changer. The second thing that I think is a game changer is forgiveness. And I will be covering that in another episode. Now, as you're deciding, partnering up and laying the foundation for that, I want you to know this. You are awesome. You are the best. And no one, and I do mean no one, comes any finer than you. In the end, if you like what you've heard today and feel you have learned something, hit the subscribe button. That way you won't miss a single episode. Share the episode with one other person. It's the best way to help the show and help me reach more people. God bless.